Welcome to Entertainment Source Interviews. I am your host, Mary Jensen. In this episode, I talk with comedian Poppy Champlin. This is from her bio on her website. Poppy is one of the quickest witted comedians working either coast today. Besides Poppy's deep comedic chops, she has a good voice that she puts to use during each performance. She erupts onto the stage fearless, upbeat, and energetic, spitting out jokes, quips, songs, impressions, and even bird calls. Poppy's shows can be described as spin art. There's no two alike. She is a producer of her own tour called The Queer Queens of Comedy. Now in its ninth year, she travels all over the country with this tour. She performed for over 25,000 people in the closing ceremonies of the Gay Games in Chicago. She has performed for troops in both Japan and Korea. She was invited to perform in South Africa at the Cape Town Comedy Festival. Hello. Hello, Poppy. This is Mary Jensen with the podcast. Hi, Mary Jensen. Hi. How are you doing? Very good. How are you? I'm still sane, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the key. Just uh, trying to focus on that. So I started doing a series called In the Minds of Musicians and How They Are Coping with the Quarantine. And that's going good, too. I've got a few lined up, a few episodes. And then I was like, wait a minute. Why don't I do a comedy one, too? A comedy series? Because people really need to to laugh right now more than any, yeah. you know, I think. And then I came across your, um, your COVID comedy skit there that you did on Facebook. And of course I, you know, you're so funny all the time. And I was like, Oh my God, then here oh. you go. I got to contact Poppy and have her be my first comedian. So, um, we, yeah, I'm so glad you wanted to do it. So, Absolutely. Um, I guess at first I'll have you like talk, tell a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started in comedy. Well, I, I got started in comedy at NJ Studio. Ah. <laughs> uh, at URI. Because uh, we did a show called Oceantics and it was sponsored by the Oceanography Department. And we kind of all dressed up as fish and seahorses and sea and enemy amendment, whatever. And, uh, I was able, and I, I was writing monologues at the time. I wrote, I was really into comedy. And, uh, so I wrote this monologue on, it was all puns about the ocean. Kelp, kelp, is there a sturgeon in the house? You know, oh, migration, I almost conked out. <laughs> you know, I fell on my bass. You know, I felt really squitted last night. You know, and it went on and on. It was like 135 puns. And it was in the show. And it was it was me doing a stand. I did a fish stick, my stand-up fish monologue. And it killed every night. And um, I, I swear, I, I felt the power of comedy. And it just... It it, it, it it lured me like the sirens and I just I went for it. I never looked back. Yeah, so um yeah, you got a taste for it then and you decided that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. So um and you live in Rhode Island, right? I do now, yeah. I mean I I grew up in Rhode Island and I left in nineteen eighty eight and I went to Chicago. Well, actually I went to Texas first back in like eighty three or four and then I came back and then I went to Chicago 
And I stayed there for eight years and really, really got my chops. I, I built my chops there and uh, got on all the major comedy clubs. That's where I, I did all this road work. I, I met Rosie O'Donnell. I met Rosie, I think I'd met her before, but she came in and did a show at the Improv. And and I was I, I felt like I was good enough now to get on her. She had her VH1 stand-up spotlight. And I sent her a letter and asked her if I could be on it. And she said, okay. It was actually her sister. They they saw my tape. And so I got to be on that. And then I won a contest for the Joan Rivers show. Mm-hmm. They were looking for, they were looking for America's <laughs> Funniest Real Woman. And I, I won that. And then they flew me out to New York and, uh, I won on national TV. So I, I was America's Funniest Real Woman in 1993. Yeah, awesome. I believe that. I've seen you do your comedy, and you are a riot. Thanks. So um, you've done some acting, too. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, I did get a BFA in theater from the University of Rhode Island. And um, I when I came back to Rhode Island, I was in the Titanic, the musical, when I was out in uh, Chicago, I did my one-woman show called The Chocolate Sandwich, and then I brought that out to L.A., and I tried to get on an HBO series with it, and um, the quality wasn't good enough, so I had to redo it, and so it took me quite a while before I found a director to help me, and so we redid it, and I had the eye of um, somebody at the Aspen Comedy Festival and it was down to me, Roseanne Barr, Robert Whirl, or some other guy. And the other guy in New York won it, and he got into the Aspen Comedy Festival. So, you know, and I took acting out in L.A. as well. I was in the Larry Moss Studio acting classes and another Ellen, Ellen Gerstein's acting. I mean, I kept it up for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm pretty good as a little actress, but uh, comedy seems to fit me a little better. Yeah, and you were in... Um brunch with Bridget in 2008 <laughs> yeah yeah Bridget had, I think she had a podcast or something and we got a we did a video podcast or something yeah yeah I just saw that it, that was four episodes so and then I came across gay propaganda too from 2002 oh my god that was really fun my friend uh, JD uh J.D. Salinger, I think her last name was Salinger, J.D. Salinger. Anyway, she she was a great little director, and uh, so she did Reservoir. It was a takeoff on Reservoir Dogs, and we were Reservoir Dykes, and there was like eight (laughs) of us, and we were all in suits and the music, and then we did a scene, and I was Mr. Pink, and it it was really fun. I I really enjoyed that. She has since passed. I was really sorry to hear that. Oh, yeah. It, now, can these be seen anywhere now? Can people find them on Netflix or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Reservoir Dykes, you can find that. I'm going to have to check that YouTube, out. YouTube, probably. Oh, okay. And let's see, what else do I have here? I have, oh, you do a, don't you do a podcast now, too, with no, Ta- oh, Tara I, Devlin? I, or? Yeah, yeah, with Tara. I'm, I'm uh, like a guest on her show. Like Okay quite often and it's very political it's very anti-trump it's very she just drags him over the coals and it is just a wonderful thing to hear when you're really pissed off at him you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. 
She's good. RTD Daily, Republican Dirty, RDT Daily, Republican Dirty Tricks. And so how can people find that to listen to that? So that's rtddaily.com. Okay. And that, yeah. now, let's see. Um, or my that, website, my, I think my website has a link to it too. And I'm poppychamplin.com. Okay. Yeah. And now let's, um, I know you also, you teach a class, a comedy class. Oh yeah. That's very exciting. I really love I really do love it, you know, and the kids, they call them kids, they're all, they're all ages, a lot of them are older than me, but um, they, uh, everyone comes, I can only take like six at a time as my max, because that's mm -hmm. all I can handle, but last class I had like nine, so I had to break it up into two classes, um, but, uh, and then at the end of the six weeks, we do a show. So I teach them as, as best I can. It really comes down to the writing, you know, because they come in with some pretty good ideas and then we have to mold it and shape it. And I, you know, I tell them all the, the, the principles of doing stand up and then apply all the kind of tricks of the trade and things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, because I know you're real quick, like, you know, you can you can like pick up on anything, you know what I mean? Somebody, you'll ask somebody something and no matter right. what they say, you're good at, and you're really good at interacting with the audience and you can just, you're like, boom, boom, boom. And, right. and that's what's so good too. Like with you, you know, I mean, you're hilarious, but you can just, you never like at a standstill, like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. Or right. you right. just pop it right out. That's so right. that's cool. So now what have you been doing since the quarantine to keep yourself busy? And, um, and well, I saw that you had, you had done some gardening for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really, um, I really do like the outdoors and, you know, it's okay to be outdoors in your own yard and there's nobody around. You know, I got five acres of wood. So, um, I've been, yeah, I've been uh, framing up some uh, garden beds, some raised beds, and planting and weeding. And I, I built a compost bin, and I took my frame over to my friend's house today so I could, you know, set it up for her. And I've been planting seeds. I got a ton of seeds on my uh, living room uh, table here, and I got some in my tent. And, yeah, I got a lot of that going on. Yeah, that's good, and it you know that might be really helpful too. You can grow your own food because we still don't know where this is going. You know, I know, I know, and that's that's the scariest part of it all. It's like if we knew, okay, you know, another month it's going to be over, or even two months or whatever, but yeah. we don't know, and that's the unknown is what's scary. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but um. You know, at least people are doing the social distancing, and I know they just closed, like, all the little parks around our area. Uh-oh. Because um, we actually did go for a walk last weekend at one of them, and there was quite a few people there, but everybody was respecting the distance and staying on, yeah. you know, when, when you're passing each other, everybody's way away. But they have closed them. Actually, when we were leaving Sunday, they were putting it up that, you know. It's closed after today, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's, you know, but they got to do this, I guess. I think the more we social distance, the faster it's going to be over with. Right, 
Right, exactly. So if we want our summertime, I guess we have to do that. Right, right. And then you did your COVID comedy on Facebook. I believe that was last Wednesday. That was yeah. so funny. Now, are you going to do more of those, do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, as the jokes come, I write them down, and uh, hopefully I'll do another one in another week or so. And I do have an Olivia trip in uh, July, and we're hoping, fingers crossed, that oh, we get yeah. to go. It's a riverboat in France. and. Uh, Oh, wow. I'm yeah, I'm hoping that that's still going to be on the books. And uh, they wanted me to do a, another bit of comedy on their website. So I got to come up with a new one anyway. So I got a new one brewing. Oh, great. And then people can go on your Facebook to to see, like, when that's going to happen and and watch it yeah. when, when it's out. So right. is, what else have you been doing? In, for to keep yourself busy well my mom is 87 so i am right now cooking dinner to bring over to her and you know i cook her lunch quite a few times a, a week and once in a while i'll stay over there and uh i was thinking you know she she has uh amazon prime i don't have amazon prime she's got amazon prime so you can watch some things. So I can watch some movies on her computer. And right now I'm watching, um, well, obviously I've already watched all of Miss Maisel. Those were great. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the Nazi hunters, you know, and I was just thinking, you know, if, if she tried to tempt me to come over, she'd be like, come on, honey, come watch Nazi hunters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. You, so you've been binging that now? Yeah, well, when I go over to her house, I'll binge a few of those, and mm -hmm. Maisel, and I watch the news, and, you know, there's been a lot, a lot of people are doing a lot more comedy online now, so people are calling me and asking me to do stuff, and I think Jenny, Jenny's going to be doing one, I'm going to be oh, doing yeah. hers, yeah, Jenny McNulty, mm -hmm. like, Michelle Ballin's on hers right now, uh, talking about how she was captivated at sea on that cruise ship um so other doing other people's things like yours and you know just staying trying to just keep my myself occupied yeah definitely well it sounds like you're doing a good job with that so next up we'll be playing the audio from your live stream covid comedy act that you did on facebook short while ago so I'll share the audio and I'll let people know that they can go to your website to actually like see it because that's part of it too to watch you doing it. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, you know, let them know that you're gonna be doing another one at some point and to keep an eye out for that. Right, right, right. And and if anybody ever wants to like tip the comedian, you know, it's my 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 email is pophaha one at gmail dot com and. You can just go to PayPal and tip the comedian or whatever. I don't know. All People right. are saying, you know, what are you going to do? You got to do something to make money. I'm like doing the frames for free. I'm like just giving it everything away. But hopefully, you know, it'll start. I mean, I did apply for a small business loan and I applied for unemployment. And hopefully we'll be getting that uh, check. I don't know when we're going to see that check. Everyone's supposed to be getting one, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know. Yeah. They, I think they said last I heard anyway, I think they said in the next week or so, those, you know, the first ones will start going, oh, you know, like direct deposit to whatever, you know, if you did oh, your taxes right. that way. Um, right. At least that's what I heard last. So, I yeah, I mean, that's something at least, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, definitely, if you can, you know, if you're listening to, you know, the comedy here with Poppy and, and other artists and other comedians and you enjoy what you're listening to and you can afford it, please tip them um, because this is this is their job and, and they're not working right now. So, um, I mean, I, I think I lost maybe $10,000 with with this so far oh my god wow yeah, that's a lot I had four major major shows five shows total four of them really major shows where I depend on that to make money and pay my rent and you know everything and mm-hmm. you know so now I'm just you know burning the savings and you yeah. know it's, it's a little it's a little scary but yeah that I'm not is scary no but yeah, yeah, so if, like you said, you'll be getting the stimulus check and hopefully now that they're really, really cracking down on the quarantine, it, you know, I would think it would like get over with pretty quickly. I mean, who well, knows though, you know? Yeah, because some of those other other governors didn't close their states down like, like we did, like most people did, but seven or eight of them didn't. So right. if they're still going to be peaking there's still going to be, you know, some real danger out there. Um, we'll just keep praying and keep doing what we're supposed to, and we'll get through this. Thank you so much for doing this, Poppy. Stay oh, well. You're and welcome. You too. Hopefully this will be over soon, and I can catch a show. Yes, hopefully so. Yeah. Hopefully I can rebook them all. Yeah, you should be able to, and people are going to be ready to get out and and do things. So you should fill That's them up, true. I'm sure. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. Right. Have Thank a good you. night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here is the audio of Poppy doing her first live stream of COVID comedy from her Facebook page. I just went food shopping. <laughs> this is it, man. This is COVID comedy time. This is what we got to do. I got my dinosaur mask on. Woo! Well, welcome to the comedy show. Still got my gloves on. Man, what is going on? I have so much, my hands are so dry from using so much sanitizer, I'm telling you. Everybody's been buying so much skin cream and the toilet paper. That was off the wall, wasn't it? How much toilet paper everybody bought? That was insane. Tammy, my girlfriend, yes, I'm back with Tim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tammy decided to get ahead of the curve with the toilet paper debacle, and she went out and bought all the plungers. So, <laughs> checkmate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. So, this is cray-cray, isn't it? It is freaking cray-cray. You know, and I was thinking, hey, I shouldn't be doing comedy. You know, not yet. You know, too soon. Too soon. That's way too soon. We're in the middle of it still. And I still think it's too soon, but, you know, I've been trying to do everything that everybody does every day. You know, like, um, I've been uh, watching uh, Melissa Etheridge every day. You know what I mean? Tammy, what are you doing there? Just, I've been watching Melissa Etheridge every day. You know, she comes on at 6 o'clock, which is great. 
And yesterday, she was so great. Oh, my God. She was singing that song, I Am. And she got so passionate about it. She's like, I am. What is it? I'm your passion. Your What is it? <laughs> <laughs> and passion, your song, promise, your song. I am. I started wow. crying. I started crying. I was like, I wish she would come to my window. When is she coming to my window? <laughs> I mean, she kind of comes to my window every day. Oh, but I've been doing everything. Like now, I hear Oprah and Deepak Chopra are getting together. They're coming. They're doing a meditation series that's going to be free online. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Oprah and Chopra, Deepak Chopra. <laughs> Oprah. And Deepak Chopra, <laughs> they are coming together. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm zooming. I'm zooming online. There's a lot of zooming meetings. Meetings. People are doing zoomings. But you know what? I have found out that I have been going through some emotional phases with this whole COVID thing. Like my first, my first phase that I was, I was very defiant. I was like, "This is some bullshit." I'm doing my shows. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to Baltimore. Fuck that. I mean, people need to have a show. I'm going to Baltimore, you know? And yeah, I wasn't going to Baltimore. So then I became deflated. I'm like, no, I'm not going to Baltimore. I'm not going to Columbus. I'm not going to Ohio. I'm not, I'm not working with all my comedian friends. I had, I had everybody lined up. I was had, <laughs> then I just became deflated. And then I moved into content. I'm content. I am content to do nothing. I I will do nothing, and I don't have to even feel guilty about it. I'm happy. I'm actually happy about that. I'm just going to sit around and do nothing and do nothing and be content and not guilty. I love that. I'm not lazy. I'm saving lives, bitch. <laughs> and then, then I became committed after I stopped watching TV for a while. Actually, Netflix took away on demand. I don't know why. Then I became committed and I got my entrepreneurial spirit back, right? And I'm like, I'm going to get a new business. I'm going to, I got to figure out a way to make money. I'm going to make gardening frames. I'm going to frame up some gardens and give them to people and just have new garden, you know, compost bins, gardening frames. So I went out and I started dumpster diving in construction sites. And I started going and getting wood out of construction sites and coming home and fray. I was like carpentering. And about my <laughs> and about my fifth or sixth dumpster, I did something to my rib. I think I, I bruised my rib. So I'm out of business already. <laughs> But I'm going to give myself some compensation. I don't know how, but I, I'm going to go back to doing nothing. <laughs> so then I was content. Then I was committed. Then now I'm just pissed. Now I'm pissed. I've gone into my unpissed stage and I am pissed at China for eating those fucking animals. You know what I mean? I am so pissed that the fuck Chinese people, they have these things called wet markets and they eat bats and they eat cats and they eat rats and they eat pangolins. And I'm uh, sure as you're born, I bet you they eat those unicorns. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> Look at this thing. This is a pangolin. This is where it all came from. The pangolin. And the audience of one. Yeah. <laughs> the audience of one I have. The pangolin and horseshoe bats. Who would eat this? 
Who would eat this? Look at this. Who would eat this? It's a dinosaur. Do not eat dinosaurs. No dinosaur. Don't eat the dinosaur. And look, it's got it's got these um um scales. They Chinese think the scales are good for medicinal purposes, and they eat all kinds of shit for medicinal purposes. Shark fins and monkey paws and just, just take some fucking Tylenol. What, what the hell? What the hell is going on, people? They think the scales are good for medicinal and they ward off arthritis and diseases. How ironic is that? <laughs> it wards off diseases. Well, how are you going to ward off your... Oh, I, I, oh, I get very, very, very angry. But, you know, one thing has happened uh, that it has helped during this pandemic. The climate is actually getting better. Those astronauts have looked down. They see that pollution is clearing over Italy. Pollution is clearing over the United States. You know what I mean? It's Mother Nature is finally, this, this, this was Women's History Month. And the only woman talking this month is Mother Nature. <laughs> right? And she is loud and clear. You know, she's saying, I tried to tell you, people. I tried to tell you. I can't breathe. I need a little break here. She she said, you didn't leave. I sent you Greta. You didn't listen to Greta. <laughs> the little child. You wouldn't listen to the little child. Well, now you're listening, aren't you? Now you're sitting there doing nothing and nobody can do anything. It's 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 unbelievable. So, uh, you know, we got to slow down. That's what we got to do. We got to slow down. We got to not eat wild animals. We got to, you know, money's not the end all and be all. You know, we got to, like, give each other some space, man. We got to, like, have some social distancing. I mean, people are into it. People are into the isolating. You know, people are so into it. The other day, I was like, I was getting bored, isolated, tired. I got to call somebody. And I made a few phone calls and nobody answered their phone. I'm like, where the fuck are you? I know you're home. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's bad. I'm rejected. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I got to do? So we got to do things, right? So I started, I thought I'd learn some French. You know, so I found these old French cassettes and I put a cassette and I still have a cassette player and I put it in and I, and there's just this dude talking in French, in French. Like, I don't know what he's saying, but I can, I can repeat what he's saying. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I learned in French. Um, let's see. What did I learn? Oh, c'est bien naturel, je suis la mère dont la vie. I don't know what I said, but I, I, I hope somebody can tell me. <laughs> what else did I do? Very cosmopolitan. Yeah. Rosetta Stone, that's flying off the shelves. Everyone's learning a new language. You know, what can we do? So I hope everyone's learning Chinese so they can say, stop eating fucking pangolins, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they started with the, 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 the horseshoe bat. People are eating horseshoe bats in China and in uh, 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 Africa. They go out and they get these horseshoe bats. They're big bats, but there's no meat on a bat. They're, they call it bush meat. There's no meat. You should, you'd be better off eating the bushes. I mean, really, we got to go vegetarian is what we got to do. That's what we got to do. I've been eating uh, a lot more chocolate. <laughs> I'm an emotional eater, so I've been getting fat. I was on Weight Watchers, and I have watched it all come back. It's easy, 10 pounds back. No, it's back. It's back in space. And uh, chocolate is my downfall, and I tried to... Uh, I, I didn't give a shit. So I was eating as much chocolate as I wanted, cookies, whatever. 
And, uh, but now I have acid reflux and chocolate's the worst for the acid reflux. So I have to go get, you know, my acid reflux medicine, but it's not there anymore because it causes cancer. Renatinity. They took it off the market. So I'm thinking, "Mm, cancer, chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, (laughs) I'll take the chocolate. I mean, they're both pretty bad. Anyway, uh, so I start, I have to do that. So I decided, well, I'm just going to, uh, get Pepto-Bismol because Pepto-Bismol has the best commercial on right now. I love it so much. Anybody else love the Pepto-Bismol commercial? Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. They don't, have, uh, they don't have a motion for diarrhea, though. They got one for everything. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach. They would be like, diarrhea or diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I love it. I love I love the commercial. <gasps> How are we doing for time? <laughs> COVID <laughs> comedy. Want to thank Sally and Monty for having me on her COVID comedy show. Your next uh, thing coming up is going to be a meditation. So <laughs> you can go to my Facebook or Sally and Monty's and just press on the schedule and you can just press on the button and go to the next person. So, you know, what's cool is that at URI, they have set up a drive through testing. So if we wanted to be tested for the COVID, you can have a, you have to get a doctor's appointment first, and then you can do a drive-through. And what they do, like some guy comes out in a hazmat suit, and he shoves a cotton swab up your nose and up into your nasal cavity and puts it in a machine. And then within like five minutes, you get your test results back in a fortune cookie that says, "Not today, motherfucker." <laughs> Sick on board, and they're gonna go 
park at Guam, I think. They want to get out at Guam. And they should be able to do nothing, too. You know what I mean? I mean, all the Air Force, they're all on duty. They should be able to do nothing like we're doing nothing. So I think they're going to be going to uh, Guam and having their own Valley High. <laughs> Valley High may call you anytime, anywhere. Find your own private island. Come away if you dare. Valley High. I hope you all are having a good time. And if you get high, fine. Valley High. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to COVID Comedy. Valley High. Bye. <laughs> I just think she is so funny. That was Poppy Champlin's COVID Comedy. I recommend watching the live stream she did on this on Facebook. It is even funnier when you see her body language and how she acts out what she is talking about. You can go to her Facebook page at Poppy Champlin, that's P-O-P-P-Y-C-H-A-M-P-L-I-N, and scroll to see it. She is planning to do more COVID comedy soon, so if you follow her page, you can see when the next live stream will be. You can also visit my website at entertainment-source.com. There you can find Poppy as well as all the musicians in my In the Minds of Musicians series, which are also on this podcast, including their social media links. Entertainment Source Interviews is an Entertainment Source production. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and where you listen to your podcasts. You can follow Entertainment Source Interviews on Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to make a donation to our tip jar, you can find the link in the episode notes. Thanks for listening. Check out my other podcast, It's Just a Ghost.